Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week, we have a wide focus on the show. We'll be hearing first from independent journalist Rob Pegarero, who writes for Yahoo Finance, USA Today, and other places. We'll also hear an encore performance from a recent show we did with Brian Chaffin. He's with the Mac Observer. And we'll catch up again on Apple's September announcements on the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> We're joined by Rob Pegarero, independent technology journalist who covers the beat for USA Today and other publications. And we're going to talk about this controversial report about some kind of hack from China that's affected as many as 30 companies, including Apple and Amazon. But it's really complicated. Rob, can you kind of sort this out for us? No. <laughs> well, I'm glad I asked now, so that ends the show. Thank you very much for being on. <laughs> Go ahead. See you next week. So, yeah, uh, Business Week came out with a story uh, yesterday, I'd say Thursday, uh, Jordan Roberts and Michael Riley uh, explaining how, in the, in the account, some tiny chips were discovered on the, the uh, motherboards of a variety of server hardware that had been there for a long time and were apparently represented some sort of backdoor for the People's Republic of China to do whatever it wanted on these things. A huge sweeping allegation, sort of like a nightmare scenario where, oh, my God, we've had all these factories in China. We don't know what's going on. And now you can't trust anything. And this is a very sweeping, upsetting, alarming claim. And then other companies have said no in unusually forceful and direct terms. Apple has a statement what Business Week got wrong about Apple, which see that they use very sweeping language here. Apple has never found malicious chips, hardware manipulations, or vulnerabilities purposely planted in any server. Apple never had any contact with the FBI or any other agency about such an incident. Really clear and you know, explicit denials, which if you were a publicly traded company, you'd better be telling the truth or just ask Elon Musk. Well, Elon Musk is certainly an example. The other thing here is that Apple rarely ever issues a denial of anything with such detail. I also notice here that they mention in the story they're using super micro servers, a lot of companies, because they're low cost and, and well built. Now, I have a super micro server at a data center, so I should worry about that too? Maybe. It's strange. And the thing is, though, this is, this is Bloomberg and Business Week. This is not like the Newsweek cover story where they claim to have identified a uh, Bitcoin creator Satoshi Nakamoto when it turns out it was some random other older gentleman. This is Bloomberg does not mess around. They take things very seriously. The length of the story, you, you know, a lot of lawyers looked over it. So, yeah, this is one of the stranger things I've seen in tech journalism in a long time. Amazon denied it too, right? Yes. Yeah. Amazon equally sweeping since they sort of figure in the lead. It, it talks about this you know, content management content distribution firm Elemental that Amazon bought to help you know, run their streaming video service. And uh, yeah, Amazon is another company that generally does not get into a lot of public commentary or debate. Their, their peer department is usually almost as opaque as Apple's. And so they too are saying, no, the story is not so. And remember, Amazon does business with their web services. 
So it's not just Amazon being impacted by something like this. It's lots and lots of customers who depend on Amazon to deliver their backbone, their bandwidth. Many government customers of AWS as well. So reading this, what do you make of it? As you say, it's not just somebody's commentary. It's a really detailed story. And how could they get it so wrong if all these denials are correct? I don't know. You know, the... the the sourcing is, is mostly anonymous people in the Business Week story, as you'd expect. Generally, people in national security organizations of the various three-letter abbreviations, they, they don't speak on the record. So you wouldn't expect there to be name sources in this anyways. I don't know. You know, I will say one thing. The, the basic idea that the Chinese government, I don't trust them a whole lot. You know, I've had to... Ask any journalist who has, who has tried to get just a tourist visa from a, a Chinese consulate or embassy it will it will lead you to distrust the company because the company the government because they'll they'll make you write out on the spot a little notice saying you won't do any journalism while you're in China. It's really annoying. But I'm a little skeptical of the idea that for the Chinese to go about doing industrial espionage, which they've done, which I heard somebody say as at a conference I was at the other day, has resumed in large numbers over the last year or so, that the uh, the way you'd go about it would be to introduce some suspect little bit of hardware in machines that would then go out of your custody that would get found out eventually. There, there are much easier ways to do industrial espionage, more targeted ways. So this seems, that part seems like it, it's a good plot line in a movie, but I don't know if it's actually plausible given how the, the PRC operates and how they've done it in the past where it has been you know, they want to know about a company and figure out ways to get into that. But to sort of see these little spy chips into enormous numbers of servers that I, I was thinking as I read it, I don't know, would they really? Yeah, I don't know. That seems kind of weird to me. It also seems weird here that Business Week and the people they talked to would discover it, but Apple and Amazon and all these other companies would be clueless or they're hiding it from the public. You know, yeah. Apple does admit when security lapses are discovered, they admit to it. Maybe not as fast as people yeah, like, but they, they do admit to it. Yes, yes. They are definitely more transparent than they used to be. And that's something where security researchers have, security researchers have said to me, you know, I appreciate the fact that now they will actually respond to bug reports. And you don't just feel like you're, you're tossing a, you know, a vulnerability report over a wall Cupertino, and maybe somebody will look at it. So yeah, there's a lot that seems hard to believe here. You know, at the same time, is it great that so much computer hardware is the the base components come from this one country? That that's you say that's not great in various national security grounds. There have certainly been allegations made against specific Chinese companies that you know we should not trust network telecom hardware from Huawei and ZTE. You know, even though, by all accounts, both those companies make very nice smartphones, but maybe we don't want to have their hardware in our systems. That's something I've been trying to pin down for a while, and it's really unclear if anyone has any actual evidence that the network switching gear that Huawei or ZTE make is, is not to be trusted. And consider also the plight of a company like Supermicro. I know nothing about the company, but yeah, I, I do know that they make budget or lower-cost servers in use by lots of people in data centers. Almost every web host I've ever used has Supermicro. 
Yeah, I have to admit I was not super versed with them until reading the story where it did, you know, everyone has noted that there's some, uh, there's a great bit of writing here, uh, noting some of the first customers that this elemental content distribution company had while using some of their servers. Uh, let's see, let me scroll down this one here. Right, so they are pushing a lot of the bandwidth on the internet. So that's a big concern. Elemental servers sold for as much as $100,000 each and profit margins of as high as 70%, according to a former advisor of the company. Two of Elemental's biggest early clients were the Mormon Church, which used the technology to beam sermons to congregations around the world, and the adult film industry, which did not. The adult film industry. (laughs) Well, you know, they still have to use the hardware, let's face it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. They have to use the hardware. And if anything, because so many hackers are looking at adult film sites, they would probably want better security for their users. Or maybe they don't care as long as the money is pouring in. I don't know. That part of the video industry has historically been an early adopter in uh, technology of every kind. We've got Rob Pegarero here, independent technology journalist, talking about the hack that never was. I don't know. This is really getting crazy. We'll look into this more and then get into some other topics. But right now you're listening to The Tech Night Owl Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Long distance travel or long hours in front of a computer can take its toll on your body. Get relief for your neck or back pain when you search Amazon for Sunshine Pillows, heating wraps, and pads, often listed as an Amazon choice. Why take another pill? Now, from Sunny Bay and by customer demand, we introduce our extra long neck heating wrap, a complete wrap, wide and hands-free, and brings fast relief to those who suffer from neck or back pain. You can easily find Sunshine Pillows on Amazon. Or search Amazon for our new Sunny Bay disposable heat pads. Or look for Sunny Bay heated neck wraps for relief from back pain to menstrual pain and cramps. Sometimes life can be a pain in the neck or back or shoulder. See why our company, Biomed DB Design, has a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. Just go to Amazon.com and search Sunny Bay or call us 253-678-1361. 
hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hello, this is Dr. Bill Deagle, MD of Nutramedical.com, announcing the breakthrough Red Deer Velvet DR. It delivers the protected building blocks of all organs and tissues, allowing your own stem cells as architects and engineers to regenerate you. Not since fetal life, when aging does not occur, has such an amazing Nutramed been available to help heal you and regenerate you. Anti-aging requires that you correct mineral, activate nutraceutical, and jump the gene defects and poor diet you have to deliver the cellular tools for regeneration. You must remove old damaged cells and replace them with your young healthy cells to wind the biological clock to a younger you. Order your Red Deer Velvet DR now at Nutramedical.com 24-7 or 888-212-8871. That's Nutramedical, N-U-T-R-I, medical, M-E-D-I-C-A-L.com. Or call our order line, 888-212-8871. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Whoa. And the question here is, has Business Week come back and made any response to the denials? They have not. I mean, I think this is something where if it turns out they screwed this up, that, that's never immediately apparent. You know, in, in cases where, you know, multiple sources have led a publication, and in this case, a team of reporters astray, you know, that, that didn't happen instantly, and it won't get unwound instantly either. You know, I, I strongly suspect that if we have journalism schools 20 years from now, they'll be teaching this particular episode, either as an example of here's why you should stick to your guns when giant companies say you've got it all wrong, or here's how Bloomberg's reporters, you know, drove themselves into a ditch. And at this point, I just don't know. It's been really crazy to follow. It's been really weird to follow security experts on Twitter and have them essentially shrug and say, well, eh, we need more information. I just don't know enough right now. That makes very little sense that they don't know. Apple and Amazon, these companies never heard of it. But they do. It might indicate here that they have sources there that they believe to be credible who have an axe to grind against these companies. Because obviously, if you make it seem as if a company's products are not secure, 
Yeah. It's going to affect their stock price. It's like the rumors we get on the supply chain. Oh, the iPhone 10 is a huge fail. Apple made a big mistake in the iPhone 10, and it turns out to be their best-selling product in terms of smartphones. Yeah, exactly. That was a case where early early data was, early reports were, were not very enlightening in the long run. In a case like that, though, Tim Cook has said, don't take a couple of things from the supply chain as an indication of demand and sales because it doesn't apply to the entire supply chain. Apple will frequently move orders back and forth between suppliers, maybe not so with processors or something like that, or things like Gorilla Glass, but certainly other components and assembly. Yeah. Yeah, it all depends. What are your alternative suppliers for that? And, and even with the iPhone, you know, that is, is not all made in China. I guess India, they now make it domestically because the government insisted on it. Is, is Brazil one of those cases, too? I've lost track of where everything goes. I've yeah. lost track of where everything goes at this particular point in time. Just parenthetically, because we'll never figure out what's going on with this Bloomberg Business Week thing now until the dust settles a bit more. There was a report about Samsung's financials. They're not doing very well with galaxies. They're not selling that well, those galaxies. On the other hand, they're doing great with the component supplies, and we can bet that Apple is really, really responsible for that. Isn't it great that Samsung and Apple settled their dispute? Because now Samsung could be free to make tons of money from Apple. You know, that, that whole, the, the AppSung case was just the stupidest waste of time and just a great testimony to the, the fact that the patent system doesn't actually do a whole lot to promote the progress of science and useful arts, as it says it's supposed to in the Constitution. Well, a whole lot of lawyers spent years and years, like seven years, I think. And what actual difference happened because of that? Just about nothing. The smartphone industry moves too fast for it to have made any difference. And, you know, look, that's a converging category of products. If you, you know, you look at a bunch of new phones these days, they're going to look very much, they're, they're rectangles of glass, metal, and plastic. And they all kind of work the same way. And it's probably good because you shouldn't have to learn some completely different way to turn the thing on or wake it from sleep. Yeah. And of course, they all, in increasing numbers, have notches at the top of the screen. I see why we need, you know, let me be a little bit of a heretic here. But is it that awful to have a little bit of a bezel at the top and the bottom? Like, that's okay. I need someplace where I'm not going to get my fingerprints all over the screen. I, I, I can live with that. It is not personally humiliating to me to have a phone where there's, you know, a quarter inch of plastic or metal above the screen. Yeah, that's a kind of a strange thing. But what's more strange is that people seem to like it. I mean, Apple had reason to double down and now have basically three iPhone 10s in their lineup. I'm confused. I can't even say those model numbers properly. Yeah, 10S. 10s max 10r but yeah even though it's also x code not 10 code even apple can't get the stuff straight. yeah so we got so we've got the 10s the 10s max the 10r are we getting crazy yet yeah you know the branding they they really could have simplified that because I, I saw that i'm like is apple making sports cars now because i don't quite get where they're going with these names um yeah. And, and of course, you know, weirdly enough, the affordable, I have to put affordable in quotes, the less expensive version is, is you got to wait a month for that, the, the 10R. I wonder there if lots and lots of people will just go for the R, probably. 
because the benefits of OLED are mostly subtle, except if you look at the side of the screen. If you tilt the screen back and forth, you don't see it lose anything. So that there is reason. Yeah. That I can understand. Yeah, the, there is one difference where OLED can make a difference depending on your, your screen wallpaper. If it is lighter, if it's a very dark backdrop, an OLED screen will use less electricity than an, uh, an LCD screen. So, you know, that's, I guess, the, the dark mode in iOS 12 could come in handy that way. But otherwise, yeah, this is not like a TV. You're using a phone outdoors in lots of places with crummy lighting. So that's not a case where I would get bent out of shape too much over the finer points of screen quality. But doesn't OLED look better in sunlight, or am I wrong? I don't know. That's, it can be brighter, but, you know, these days phones are pretty good at, you know, adjusting brightness to compensate automatically, whatever sort of scenario you're in. Well, I looked at it this way. If I want to get on AT&T Next Plan an iPhone XS, as opposed to the much cheaper model I have. It's a higher monthly price, but not that much higher. And if I had the money, I might do it right now. I'll stick with what I have and not worry about things to drain me. I just wonder what people will do and whether people will have been waiting for the iPhone Ten R. I'm not going to ever feel comfortable saying this. I think here when you're talking about branding, it has to be simple, like NAFTA is simple. <laughs> but this, whatever it is that they did where they took, Nash, they took NAFTA, grabbed on some stuff from that other trade agreement, added a few wrinkles and said it was all brand new. Well, the, the, it is, as someone noted on Twitter, actually someone worth following at NYC Southpaw, a very smart lawyer in New York. They should have, instead of USMCA, US-Mexico-Canada agreement, they should have called it CAMUS, C-A-M-U-S, for a nice little existential angle. But you know, obviously, there are not enough people in the White House read existential French literature. So there you go. Okay, existential okay. French literature. I'll think about that. Rob Pegarero with Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com.
Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-919-5435. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-919-5435. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-919-5435. 1-800-919-5435. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-318-1251. That's 800-318-1251. 800-318-1251. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. C 
since we got to the iPhone 10s series, iOS 12 seems to be pretty decent. What's yeah, your take on yeah. it? Yeah, so I've got it right in front of me as my uh, iPad Mini 4, which is, is a new model in the sense that Apple hasn't replaced it since I bought it like four years ago. But yeah, it, it's an older piece of hardware that has aged pretty well. And yeah, I'm liking how iOS 12 runs on it. Seems fast, responsive, hasn't eaten up any more storage, haven't had any weird crashes or anything. Uh, the one thing that had been bothering me under the under iOS 11, where it would mysteriously refuse to log onto my Wi-Fi, even though it was obviously the correct password, that hasn't happened. Now I'm just knocking on wood. Hopefully it won't resume now that I've bragged about it. They seem to have fixed that. I still wish it would recognize that I would really prefer to use the Google Gboard keyboard instead of the stock one. And that's still a bit of a coin flip within apps, whether or not I'll actually get kicked back to the default Apple keyboard. But overall, yeah, good interface, good uh, good updates. I, I am I'm pleased it seems to be drama free, even if it's, you know, it, it's giving me less to write about for USA Today. Now, my wife's iPhone had a weird thing that I had the same problem. Doesn't seem to have recurred. She has a custom ringtone. She's got the theme from Mission Impossible. Because it sounds like a phone's beginning to ring and then they play the theme. This oh, is from fine. this is from the newer Mission Impossible. And it reverted to a default ring and then she restarted her iPhone and was okay. I had that problem some weeks back, but since then I've downloaded the beta for iOS twelve point one and I haven't had the problem since. Oh, that's weird. Isn't that weird? There is a problem, by the way, with every iOS version for years, okay? And what that is here is if you go to the option in Safari, I'll tell everybody how I do this. I'm I'm following along with you. Okay, so you go to Safari, preferences in the iPhone, and there's an option, clear history and website data. Do it. I'm going to do it now. Okay, do it, clear history and website data. And then you go to Safari, and they'll launch it in the first time. You'll see what I see here are pictures representing the sites and the bookmarks that are selected. And I pick something and I launch, say, the Washington Post, which is a place you know a lot about because you used to work there. My old shop. Yeah. Your old shop. Within 10 seconds, five to 10 seconds, it quits on me. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird because uh, Safari, that's one thing I do like in iOS 12. It does a lot more to. Uh block tracking across sites you know it, it it ignores the cookies set by those little facebook like and share buttons around the web so that's nice and, and that's on by default that's a good example of apple differentiating its product from that of competitors in a way that you know i would like for chrome to incorporate those same limits on cross-site tracking but google's in the advertising business so if chrome does come out with the same sort of tracking protection i will be very pleasantly surprised but I will be surprised. Google is pretending to be more aware of such things now. Speaking of which, let's talk about this. I have a friend who had a problem with Google, I think in, a, in one of their extensions, their browser extensions in Chrome, was misbehaving on her iMac. And she had, for some reason, adopted Chrome rather than Safari. I've used Safari from the beginning. It wasn't the most full-featured browser at the beginning. It's gotten a lot better now. It is supposedly faster than Chrome, although originally Chrome was based on the WebKit, which I think they've modified since then. 
Okay. Now, is there any reason anymore on the Mac platform not to use Safari? Actually, I can name a couple. So Safari has advanced greatly, and especially on the privacy front. At the same time, Chrome has been way ahead of Safari in the key and the few areas of security. One is website encryption, supporting you know newer versions. TLS 1.3 is the latest version of what encrypts the connection between your browser and a site that does deploy encryption at all. Safari doesn't do that yet. A, a form of two-step verification called U2F, uh, it's now a standard called WebAuthn. That's where you can plug in a little USB key into the computer, and that verifies your login into Gmail or Facebook or whatever. Chrome supported that from the get-go. Uh, Firefox now supports it. Edge is moving that way. Apple still hasn't said if they're going to do that. It really bothers me when Apple leads in privacy, but then just sort of stands on the sidelines in security, and you cannot separate the two. You know, yeah, privacy against ad tracking is a problem, but it's also a problem if I can't use one of the easier ways to secure my account because Apple is just, you know, I asked them about it. They said, well, look, we, we have people on the standards team defining this web auth N, that's W-E-B-A-U-T-H-N standard. Like, okay, but why don't you just say so? This is not a case where no one will not buy an Apple product because they say, we will support the standard in the third quarter or the first quarter of next year. That's not how people work. But instead, Apple is being unhelpfully opaque. Apple is always opaque about things like that, though. Yeah. And then they will not be opaque. Well, you know, they won't be opaque when it comes to a point where they need to do something that has some commercial value to sell a product. But otherwise, they'll be as opaque as they have to be until the product is exactly ready. Yeah, although, you know, with the uh, <laughs> that long-awaited Mac Pro update, they, they went out of opaque mode, and then they failed to ship it on time. So there, there's, they're sort of just stuck in between. Well, in the case of the Mac Pro update, Apple said 2019, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that and the... Uh, Air power wireless charging surface, which I guess no one in Cupertino wants to talk about anymore. You think with all the complicated products that Apple is selling, why can't they get that one right? And the reports have seen have been that the, I guess they're run into basic engineering constraints in terms of how do you get this thing to charge two devices at once but not overheat which seems to me you'd want to make sure that the basic design works before you come out and say, we're going to have this thing. And last they had talked about it, they said this was a 2018 product. Well, as, as we, as we speak, they're uh, running out of months in which they can call it a 2018 product. In this particular case here, what makes things really, really difficult is that, we have this product that Apple pre-announces, and they've done that before. They announce something, and then it ships later than they anticipated. And this is a smaller product, it's like HomePod was late. Yeah, that's as right. an example. And you think HomePod? It's just a speaker system. What's going on here? Yes, you just went quiet. Yeah, so it it just went by. So. I don't understand what that is about, but it is really, really confusing why things like that happen with Apple. Or 
Or is it possible here that Apple, and this is an argument made about the Mac, and certainly the Mac Mini, things that could have been out a while ago are not getting the attention because Apple is so focused on the stuff that's producing major sales that things like this, which I would call secondary products, accessories, whatever, tend to be put on the backside and they don't really get to it in time or when they promise. This might be a thing we can discuss next about Apple's late delivery before we get to other topics here. We've got Rob Pigarero. He is an independent journalist, which means he works for lots of people who write him checks and they're responsible, like usatoday.com. You still work with Yahoo? I do indeed. Yahoo Finance, where uh, most everything I wrote about self-driving cars, GM's cruise automation subsidiary is bringing Honda in to help design and manufacture their second self-driving electric vehicle. So we'll have the Chevrolet Accord. We got Rob Pegarero (laughs) of the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. When you use public Wi-Fi, hackers and identity thieves can see anything you do online. Embarrassing photos, your web history, even your passwords. That's why I use private internet access to encrypt my internet connection for less than 10 cents a day. Sign up now at privateinternetaccess.com and in just a few minutes, you'll be browsing anonymously and only sharing what you want to share. Privateinternetaccess.com. It's time to protect your online privacy. The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. 
Healthcare reform is confusing. With the loss of the Obamacare mandate, those needing help can now choose an affordable alternative. By joining Liberty HealthShare, you're part of a community of health-conscious Americans all over the country who control their own healthcare costs and choices. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of their medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. That was interesting. I want to get into that in a few moments, but we have such a list a big, humongous list of things we can talk about here. So in terms of browsers, there are reasons still in terms of providing secure connections that Chrome may be better than Safari, and we have no idea about Apple. What about Firefox? Does anybody talk about Firefox anymore? Uh, I do, and I will. So I actually set Firefox as my default browser in Windows a couple of weeks ago. A few things did let me to do that. Number one... You know, I wanted to give Chrome a chance, Microsoft's browser, because it is good. It's not Internet Explorer. It's advanced a lot. The thing just kept closing on me. Like, I'd, I'd open the laptop and Chrome, I'm sorry, Chrome <laughs> Edge had just mysteriously quit. I'd have to relaunch it, wait for every page to load, re-enter my uh, two-step code for the LastPass extension, and I got tired of that. So that was one thing. Another was Firefox has been like on a faster update cycle than Edge for a while. Uh, they're pretty much almost in sync with Chrome in terms of supporting security technologies like current levels of encryption, uh, a U2F web authn, USB stick verification. And if you use Facebook, there's a really neat extension you can install for Firefox called Facebook Container, which basically deletes all of Facebook's cookies from your browser and then runs Facebook inside this 
separate container in the browser, which is an entire technology Chrome doesn't support. So essentially you get the privacy protection you would have in Safari where Facebook like and share buttons and other sites are essentially unplugged from your Facebook account. But in this case, you have a browser that you can use on every platform. You can synchronize your web history, bookmarks and such with different copies of Firefox that's encrypted end to end. So there's no possibility of you being tracked that way. In that respect, it matches what Safari does, except, of course, good luck using Safari on your Android phone or your Windows laptop. You know, this just came out on the wires. The United Kingdom's National Cybersecurity Center has backed Apple's and Amazon's denials of a Bloomberg Businessweek report that claimed Chinese spies planted tiny chips the size of a pencil tip on motherboards manufactured by Supermicro, which both Apple and Amazon used at one time in data center servers. Hmm. Well, that's... Uh, if only I were a fly on the wall inside the, the Bloomberg Business Week newsroom right now. I got to tell you, that's pretty, pretty conclusive right there, isn't it? Yeah, that's I mean, government officials have been known to not tell the truth. Yeah, yeah but we don't want to get into the people who tell 5000 lies in the course of what a year and a half or almost two years now. We are talking about a government where you expect what they say is going to be mostly true, maybe with a spin, but an outright denial. Why would they even need to say that? These are private yeah. companies. Yeah, again, it's it's the, the public and on the record denials. That is that is something different. We, I should note Amazon's was signed by the chief security officer, if I remember correctly. And that's, you know, Amazon in general, the, the, no one wants to speak for the record there. So that's, that's an interesting sign in its own right. Amazon never says anything except, okay, the employees are going to get a starting salary of $15 an hour, but maybe yeah. lose some of their benefits as a result. And by the way, folks, $15 an hour, not a lot of money. You think, when I was a kid, if I got $15 an hour, when the minimum wage was like a dollar and a quarter, if I got $15 <laughs> an hour, you know, in those years, today it'd be worth like $60 an hour. I was thinking about that when I had one of my first jobs. In the mid-1960s, I made $5 an hour. That today would be like $40 an hour. I mean, really, what have we come to? Anyway, so that's just an update on that, by the way. The fact that Breaking news. we have a further denial of this story. Uh-huh. Now, speaking of the technology, though, we might as well look at Washington because we've only covered it peripherally here because we're dealing with the UK and we've kind of joked about things happening. So, 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 what's going on in terms of Washington's approach to privacy? It, it may actually have one. That would be a refreshing departure. So, for years, the default in Washington has been to talk about this as something important, but not actually do anything about it. The Obama administration had a proposal for an Internet Bill of Rights, went nowhere, and you know is, is now a footnote in history. What is A couple of things have changed over the past six months to a year. One is a lot of giant tech companies have really stepped in it and had massive privacy problems. Facebook with Cambridge Analytica, uh, they, they issue they they owned up to like just a week ago about 50 million accounts being possibly exploited through a interlinked series of bugs 
that lets somebody take over an account without even needing to enter or know the user's password. Uh, and on the other hand, California has gotten good and fed up and passed its own very sweeping privacy law that will take into effect 2020 that is itself modeled after the European Union's General Data Protection Regulation, which has already forced a lot of U.S. companies to constrain how they deal with privacy to say that, you know what, we're going to give people the same GDPR rights everywhere because it's easier that way. We know how to shift your version of the product. It's the right thing to do, whatever. So suddenly, if Washington does nothing, things will happen anyways. Certainly one thing a lot of U.S. tech companies do not want is to have the U.S. either outsource its privacy policy decision-making to either Brussels or Sacramento. And so they like to have a nationwide standard. They definitely want this to be one that would supersede any state laws, which already has a lot of privacy advocates alarmed over what sort of you know, regulatory capture would be possible down the line. Now, I can see it here, too. Since you mentioned Sacramento, the capital of California state capital, they have a more stringent net neutrality law, kind of like what the FCC overturned. And now we've got yes. the ISP suing the state of California because their standard is different. But California has always gone its own way with stiffer requirements for car safety, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So net neutrality, I would say to the telecom industry, you know, if you don't want to have a patchwork of net neutrality rules, maybe you shouldn't have been cheerleading quite so much when the Trump administration set out to demolish the regulations that have been written and enacted under the Obama administration. And because instead you have the situation where the FCC said, you know what, we're not going to have any net neutrality rules. We'll mandate disclosure. And if companies violate the policies that they said they're going to live by, then the Federal Trade Commission can take them up on it. Well, now the FCC is saying, well, you can't do that. You're overriding our authority. And the, the state level response is, what authority? You said we're, we're backing away. We have no authority here. The FCC is, is not the, the contention of Ajit Pai, the current FCC commissioner, is, you know, look until Congress passes a law that says, Federal Communications Commission, you go write in neutrality rules. We, we've got nothing. So if you have no authority, then how can a state override that? So it'll be interesting to see. It's sort of a lose-lose proposition for ISPs since the position they're advocating is really unpopular. Most people like net neutrality rules. They want to know that their ISP is not going to slow down how some sites show up on their screen because that site hasn't paid them a kickback, much less block certain sites from functioning. And it isn't that long ago when iPhone users had to deal with that. They couldn't do FaceTime calling over 3G on AT&T. Imagine now with the 32-member group. Hey, listen here, one more thing I wanted to mention in terms of that. One of the big issues with net neutrality is because some of the ISPs were throttling Netflix. But now we see Netflix showing up on set-top boxes for Cox, I think, has them on some of their contour boxes, and Xfinity, which is Comcast. And I guess Netflix is figuring if we just do the practical thing and set ourselves up on the set-top boxes with these companies. First thing is we'll get more customers because people will see it as a natural thing. And maybe we'll have to give, obviously, some money to the cable companies. But if it means more customers, why not? Yeah. And, and that, you know, this speaks to larger issues where every cable company really is 
an internet provider first, but they don't act like it yet. Even Comcast, they now make that they got more internet subscribers than TV subscribers. But their their sales pitch, their pricing, everything is still set up as if they're first going to get somebody to take the pay TV bundle and then they can sell them internet access on the side or they'll sell them both at the same time. But if you just want to pay for internet access, that will cost more than if you paid for it as part of a bundle. People don't like it and people are, you know, opting out and maybe not saving as much money as they could. But by cutting the cord, they're, they're at least not buying this massive block of channels ever wanted in the first place. Let me tell you about my experience with that in a moment. We have Rob Peguerero. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. I'm David Hall, founder of Diamond Gusset, where we're proud of our 100% grown and sewn American-made jeans. Whether you're out for dinner, working on the farm, or on the road, Diamond Gusset Jeans offers a full spectrum of styles and sizes for any occasion. To find yours, visit gusset.com. That's G-U-S-S-E-T.com. Our loyal customers enable us to continue sponsoring Liberty Media outlets like the one you're listening to. In Liberty, David Hall, Diamond Gusset Jean Company. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So what we've got here is brief discussion, starting with net neutrality and the fact that California went its own way to the chagrin of the FCC and that the individual cable providers, some of them are adding Netflix, maybe to cut down on customer erosion. They figure they're going to get money from Netflix. And even if a customer will stick on with basic cable, they're making something from the customer rather than losing the customer. 
But what I've noticed here with the 300 channels and nothing to watch, since I've been on the voyage after we got tossed out of our last apartment to live in motels and places, we don't get the kind of TV you get if you subscribe to something. It's a fairly basic package with maybe one premium channel. If I want to watch Netflix, my 27-inch iMac becomes a TV set. So what I'm seeing here is I'm surprised how little I need the cable package. It's very, very little I need from it. Maybe Sci-Fi Channel, maybe BBC America, maybe USA Network or one or two others, plus the local stations. That's it. So I need local stations plus four or five other channels. That's it. The rest I get from Netflix. So why the heck do I need a big cable package? Obviously, when I get back into a new apartment, I'm going to spend a lot less money, which makes me very, very happy. But isn't that something that has to have occurred a long, long time ago to the cable companies? That people don't want, don't need 300 channels and nothing to watch. You know, it's, I guess you've been doing business the same way for for so long. And, you know, at first, the, the, there is some economic logic. Like I heard the, the CEO of Hulu saying this at, uh, at a conference in D.C. the other day that, you know, there is an economic logic in bundling instead of, you know, you pay for every little thing. But the cable industry just took it too far and they didn't sort of realize that at a certain point they would be getting bossed around by things like regional sports networks, you know, every local pro sports franchise, that if you were going to take one channel from if you were going to take Discovery Channel, you'd have to get all these other ones on the side, and all this st- sort of stuff bloats things out. And meanwhile, the, these folks are not the best interface designers. So if you're looking to find what program is on, and you're having to click through ten channels at a time and type a search with, you know, the numeric keypad on a remote, that's not a great user experience. Whatever happened to the printed edition of TV Guide? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen one of those in a while. Well, TV Guy is now owned by CBS Interactive, right? Like CNET. Okay. I, I literally have not seen a copy of TV Guy in a while. It's online. I know that. I check it frequently. Yes. And as I said, I've reached a point here where I realize how many shows I can live without from commercial TV because they're repetitive. They go on and on and on. And it used to be, you know, only rarely did you see shows carry on after for six, seven years. Now, well, The Simpsons have been on for 400 years. Law and Order SVU, the Mariska Hargitay show, and she's a good actress, 20 years. NCIS is, what, 14 years now? These shows go on forever. And even newer shows, I thought Hawaii Five-0 Reboot was new. It's in its eighth year or ninth year now. Blue Buds, eighth or ninth year. You think here, these shows go on forever. They bring back Will and Grace and Murphy Brown and whatever. <laughs> Where is, is the new stuff? Well, the new stuff is there. You get it on Netflix. You get it on Amazon Prime. Hulu is going to originate shows. There is so much to watch that at some point it gets confusing to get on to a new show. But by the other token, you realize how little you need. You don't need all these services. You're telling me we cut the cord in 2009 and... There are times it bothers me, like right now I can't watch any of the Division Series baseball games because they're all on Fox Sports 1. And, you know, I, I guess what I could do, I could probably actually maybe bump up Sling TV to a plan that covers those. Of course, my Nationals are out of the postseason, so my interest in uh, baseball in October is less than what it might otherwise be. But, yeah, 
really, I'm pretty comfortable with the, at this point, a very large amount of money we've saved over the last uh, nine years. It is now over nine years of not paying for a traditional cable or satellite TV subscription bundle. I also come to realize that living with a slower internet connection isn't as bad as you think. Maybe it takes a little longer to download the Apple update. As long as it reaches a basic level, you get the Netflix. The difference between Netflix 4K and regular with a decent set with good upscaling is really, really very minor. Uploads, okay, I have to wait a little bit longer to upload my files to my website for the radio shows. But I can live with less. You learn to live with less. The cheaper car. You get a sedan because... They sell SUVs, sedans, they discount so heavily. Used car, new car, whatever. You can save a lot of money. And I'm old-fashioned. I don't like SUVs, so when I need the next car, I'll get a sedan, which will be discounted heavily. Better gas mileage, too. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. I think if you have a big family. We used to have a station wagon. I guess SUV looks sleeker than a station wagon. Whatever. I understand the need if you have a family, if you're hauling a lot of stuff. Just a couple of people riding around. Why do you need it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we do not have a station wagon or SUV ourselves. Now, you mentioned before the fact that GM and Honda are teaming yes. up over auto drive technology. I saw a rating saying that the autopilot thing that's in the Cadillac was sure. better than what Tesla is offering. Consumer Reports, yeah, I haven't read the actual review yet, but I did see it written up that they've they tested Super Cruise, which I've tested myself, which is a system for highway-only autonomous driving where it is geofenced, so it only runs on highways that are in its database. And then while it's in effect, the car is making sure that your eyes are actually on the road. The car is looking at you, looking out at the road, and if you're not doing that, then it will cut out the system. The Tesla Autopilot is, by all accounts, much more tolerant of drivers not paying attention and it also is is more open-ended like you can engage it in far more scenarios and cr found that a little bit troublesome uh you know downside is super cruise you're you're gonna have to spend a lot of money on a new cadillac to get that but it is neat and it does sort of point the way towards where self-driving technology is going which is going to be the first big commercial use cases will be somewhat limited like one interesting example i heard the other day was Having self-driving cars take you to work, not super scalable because the technology has to work everywhere. Having a bus drive you to work, that could because you know where the bus is going. It's going on a defined set of roads. You know, it doesn't need to be designed for every possible use case. It's not going to go down an alley or anything. Except if there is a detour because of some kind of road hazard. Right. But still, you know, it's, it's a limited thing. You can you basically need to know this particular city. Whereas, you know, if you're GM, you're making a car, even if you're only selling on the East Coast, well, it, it better know every, you know, dirt road around and be able to sort of at least deal with a, a really open-ended set of circumstances. For that matter, actually, I mean, self-driving trains, which are a reality overseas. You know, the French may love to strike, but uh, a lot of new lines in the Paris metro do not have a driver. They're entirely computer-run. Do they have physical human beings as a backup, though? Nope. Oh? What saddens me, though, because I grew up in New York City, and I rode the subways. I lived on the subways and buses. And the rail system in the United States is so far behind. Europe and China and Japan. And they do nothing about it. When they do, they're just 
so busy messing things up or having budget overruns like this, what is it, this train between Los Angeles and San Francisco. It sounds like something really, really important. But when's it going to be ready? Well, California High-Speed Rail is a generational project. and uh, it's you know, They're building railroads where none have existed going, you know, underneath some, underneath or around some large mountain ranges. So I'm not inclined to, you know, hit them with the same stick I might wield at the New York City subway or the metro in D.C., where the problem is more lack of investment for a long time in New York. We're making this into a transportation podcast now, right? Yeah, New York has the weird situation where it's the New York subway, but it's run out of Albany. I don't know why you'd set it up that way. That's just crazy. Well, I, I would think that years ago they should have figured Washington to New York. Right. You know, Start with that. Philadelphia to Washington. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Let's talk tough. Let's talk comfort. Let's talk about down-home value. Made in the USA blue jeans like you wore as a kid. Remember? There's a place down in Tennessee Where they make blue diamond gusset jeans They so pride in every stitch Guarantee you love the way they fit. They put a diamond gusset in the crotch where you need it most. Blue diamond gussets got it. Others don't. For good old-fashioned comfort, get diamond gusset jeans. Every stitch guaranteed. And our Defender motorcycle jean comes Kevlar reinforced. See them at GUSSET.com. That's gusset.com. Or call 888-848-7738. That's 888-848-7738. Diamond gusset jeans got it. Others don't. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. 
Hey everyone, Proactive MD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. Proactive MD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece Proactive MD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now, 1-800-583-8662, or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. You heard right. Proactive MD plus free shipping and a free gift. The new charcoal pore cleansing brush. You'll get all this for just $19.95 and their 60-day money-back guarantee. You're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back. Call now. 1-800-583-8662. That's 1-800-583-8662. Or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. Again, go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. Broadcast. Broadcasting to over a thousand radio stations, GCN programming is in all of the largest markets. A GCN advertising career could be the business opportunity you've been waiting for. Companies need hardworking representatives just like you to handle their needs, while you earn residual income which can last for years. Companies are buying and they need you. Email advertise at GCNlive.com or call 877-996-4327. That's 877-996-4327. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. And remember, folks, railroads, it's technology, advanced technology. The fact that we have these ancient track systems where if by some mistake a train is running a little too fast, which is still a fraction of the speed you get in Japan, it can have a pretty dangerous crash. I read about New Jersey Transit. I used to take New Jersey Transit from Edison, New Jersey to New York City. And now you hear about another derailment there. And probably those trains are no better than the ones I knew when I lived there 25 years ago. Yeah, well, it's at that point, you, you've got to put some money into the system. You can't have that, though, if you believe in the Wild West philosophy of everybody <laughs> does it for themselves. Right, if everybody exactly. does it for themselves, you can't have mass transit. But if you live in a city where it needs mass transit, I mean, my son lives in Madrid. And you think Madrid is not what we consider an advanced country, Spain. I mean, it is, you know, it's a, it's a EU country. You don't think of them as being advanced, but they've got a terrific bus and rail system. My son has never needed a car to get anywhere. He, of course, he has to walk a little bit here and there. But he's lived there now for almost a decade and has never thought that he ever needed to buy a car. Uh, I, I can't say I've tried the, the Metro in Madrid, but in Barcelona, it's fantastic. Uh, Mobile World Congress is so much easier since I can use that to get around. If only Las Vegas was like that during CES. And yes, listeners, I'm already getting a lot of CES PR pitches, even though that doesn't happen for another November, December, three months from now. I can't wait for the next AKTV for $30,000. I just really want to buy one. <laughs> You're on your own there, man. Listen. 
I don't know how long it's been since I spent $25,000, $30,000 for anything, but we'll get into that later. People think I'm very extravagant because most of us are just getting by. Most people are just getting by. Anyway, back to technology here. Let's go back to the Tesla thing, because Tesla is a pretty elaborate story. It's a soap opera. Yeah. We have Elon Musk, who can't stop acting like an idiot. But Tesla apparently is, you know, almost making a decent number of Model 3s. I think they're making yeah. 4000 a week, and they're trying to get to like five, 6000 But think, 5000 a week, 20000 a month, 240000 a year. That's not bad. That's not shabby. Yeah. I mean, it's still, you know, a small fraction of what GM or Ford will crank out. But considering their problem used to be not being able to ship, they were just this boutique company. That's good. But they have the issue that the CEO cannot shut up on Twitter to the point where he got fined $20 million by the Securities and Exchange Commission, and which is going to make him give up his chairman title, all because he uh, decided like it would be really funny to talk about, we're going to take Tesla private, we have funding, funding fully secured. That was not true. And if you were a publicly traded company, as I said, relating to Apple and Amazon's on-the-record denials of Bloomberg Business Week story, can't just make up stuff on Twitter. That's that's bad, and it will get you in trouble. And the SEC will will struggle to find the humor in your words. Well, we do have certain people who do that on Twitter all the time without any consequences. But then they have to be in really high government positions, not yep. some CEO of a publicly traded corporation. You can't get away with that. That's why when it comes to that, people don't realize when Apple says something. They are under really, really strict controls. And if Apple says the wrong thing or does the wrong thing, they're being watched by everyone. They yep. can't get away with it. You think they can, you got to be real wrong. Apple can't get away with stuff like that. They can't pull that stuff. Correct. So if Apple says something, if Apple tells you that the iPhone 10 was their top-selling smartphone, the top-selling smartphone in the world, you should be able to take that to the bank because think of the consequences, especially Apple, because everybody's watching Apple. Tim Cook can't hiccup without somebody reporting it. So now you've reminded me, though, there was the time when Steve Jobs was, in fact, very, very ill from cancer, where Apple was suggesting it was just uh, it was a common cold, the same thing that killed so many leaders of the Soviet Union. The health of the CEO, especially one like Steve Jobs, would definitely be a matter of intense concern to the stock market. So I don't know what happened there. And that's one area where, you know, yeah, it has been, I guess, just today or Friday, that was the anniversary of Steve Jobs passing. You know, that one has never really, I haven't even seen someone take a definitive look at it. And I certainly don't have the time. So <laughs> I'm already behind schedule on enough deadlines as it is. I remember that, but we kind of expected Steve Jobs being kind of an eccentric character to do things that may not have always been politically correct. We don't expect that of Tim Cook, who's more straight yeah. arrow. If he did it now, there'd be hell to pay. Yep. And Apple is in, in, such, in such a larger spotlight in Washington as well because of things like privacy and uh, you know competition, all these other things we've been talking about here. So at any rate here... Are you or have you bought any of the Apple stuff announced at their media event in September? No, I have not bought any of the new iPhones. I've got a Google Pixel phone that continues to work well. It's now about a year and a 
I didn't buy the Pixel when it first came out, but my Nexus 5X was kind enough to die on me uh, due to a widely, uh, apparently widely observed condition where it falls into an infinite reboot loop. Google refunded my entire purchase, so I used to buy a Pixel last June. So I've got a little time before I need to buy a new phone. And, and when I do, I, I'm not spending $1,000 on a phone. I can't seem to keep these things working longer than two years. My wife kept an iPhone, an older iPhone, for like four or five years and then lived with it for, I think, two years with an older version of iOS because it would not work with updates. And the phone worked fine. The only reason we were put in a position to consider a change is because of the fact that the place we were living at the time, she got really bad reception. I'd call her on the phone and it would go to voicemail because the signal wasn't strong enough. Yeah. And nowadays, that's a lot better. The quality of the signal is a lot better. I mean, I have AT&T since it was singular. What, 2007? Yeah. Before they became AT&T. And today... The voice quality is really good. I think they're all pretty good. I think the big issue, of course, is still T-Mobile in rural areas and stuff like that. And I was about that the other day where so my, the, my dentist is the, the actual, once you're actually out of the lobby, it's a dead zone for T-Mobile. And I think it's because certainly the frequencies my phone supports are T-Mobile's higher bands, not the 600 megahertz spectrum they've been rolling out nationwide. Yeah, of course. For phone to use. <laughs> Tell our listeners where we can get more information about Rob Pegarero. You got it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as at Rob Pegarero, R-O-B-P-E-G-O-R-A-R-O. Uh, I'm on the web at robpegarero.com. And that username, Rob Pegarero, finds me premature for Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, I don't think MySpace anymore. Sorry about that. Rob Pegarero, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you. All right. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-318-4349 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-318-4349. Again, that's 800-318-4349. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We have Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer, who, as we know from previous episodes, likes expensive watches. There is also a brand new Apple Watch, the Apple Watch 4, that can also do an ECK rather than EKG, or an ECG as opposed to an EKG. And don't ask me to explain the differences. They're obvious online. But what it's going to do is determine if you're having weird stuff with your heartbeat that requires the intervention of a doctor. So, Brian Chaffin, can you tell us? 
Are you going to buy or have you already ordered your Apple Watch 4? I did order an Apple Watch Series 4. Uh, I'm currently wearing an Apple Watch Series 2 as we record. Um, I have a Series 4 that will be delivered uh, Friday the 21st. Now, the last time we talked much about the Apple Watch, you mentioned you had taken it off for like a week or two to see yeah, if you, a, to see how you felt about it. I went a week without it, yeah. And did you survive? <laughs> I, I did survive. It was... It was lovely wearing my proper timepiece. Um, I, I, it's, it's the weirdest thing, Gene. I, I, it's the weirdest thing, Gene. But um, I miss my timepiece, and I wear my Apple Watch anyway. It's, I, I like the data. I like the the fitness tracking. Is is unfit as I am. And uh, I, I like I like the ability to triage um, to triage triage my incoming uh, notifications. So yeah, I I love. Oh my goodness, that's the first time I've always said I don't love my Apple Watch. That's interesting. I, I worry about I people who use the word triage. <laughs> oh well, it sounds like a bureaucratic phrase. Yes, we're <laughs> going to triage this procedure and contact this and that and everything now since you say or admit that you're not in the greatest physical condition having it monitor your heartbeat and this yeah, is approved I'm by honest. the fda by the way apple went to the fda to get permission to do this R uh, right apple is getting permission it won't actually have that fda blessing until later this year but that is coming well, hopefully it won't be next year because Apple has a habit of announcing features that don't arrive, like the Apple file system for Fusion drives. Yep. Remember that? That yep. was supposed to arrive with High Sierra. But as Craig Federighi said, it'll come in the near future in an update. That near future was Mac OS Mojave, where it yep, was right. so seamless... You wonder why it took so long. I mean, they didn't give me a warning. I just installed, like, public beta 3 or something. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take a chance. I have a backup. I can restore my Mac if things go awry. And it did it. It didn't ask me. And I opened Disk Utility, and I see, oh, gee, APFS. Nice. It's like it was with the iPhone. Yep. Anyway, the Apple Watch... Series 4. Yep. Going to have a somewhat larger display. It's a slightly yep. larger watch by a couple of millimeters, but thinner by one millimeter. Uses the same watch bands. Apple was very careful about that. Yep. And the pricing is about the same as last year. So we have here the number one watch on the planet, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sales going up in double digits. We don't know how many apples sold last year. What, 30 million or something? I don't know. That would be a lot if you counted that as max, because Apple sells, what, 20 million Macs a year? They're selling a lot of watches. I'm seeing them all over the place now. At the Circle K convenience store, they have an Apple Watch. For sale? The, the receptionist over uh, at the chiropractor's office, Apple Watch. Everybody has an sure. Apple Watch. Yeah, it's that. Apple has... It's you, it, Okay. 
it's funny to me that the Apple Watch was decried as a major failure at first by outside pundits, even though Apple never really gave any numbers. And Apple actually filled, filled some of those rumors by not saying how well it was doing. Uh, the company did eventually come out and say that, you know, it's, it's, it's selling well uh, when they became the biggest watch or the, the, the most sold watch on the planet. They, they started bragging about that and no one's talking about it being a failure anymore. I suspect that with the Apple Watch Series 4, I, th- I think this thing is going to take off even more. The, the, the heart monitoring features, the ability to do an ECG is quite, it, it, it's useful and is going to be highly desirable by some people, I think. What's interesting here, it brings back something. My wife was taking a physical ahead of an operation that she was having. And so she goes to her doctor and they screwed up here. She took an EKG as opposed to an ECG. And that's the one that puts out like a lie detector graph. Hmm. And they, they plug these probes on your skin. And she was using, I guess, a skin lotion that was too, shall we say, greasy. And they couldn't get this fit. So suddenly our heart isn't reading right. And they asked her, did you have a mild heart attack? No, she was not aware of any. She went to a cardiologist who pronounced her in good shape. Imagine if she had the Apple Watch. Yeah. She'd know already. And they can take that data once it's available, of course, and send it on to your doctor. So is this a tricorder now? We thought the iPhone was a tricorder. Was the Apple Watch the secret tricorder? Well, you know, it's it, Apple told us, Tim Cook told us that Apple wants a piece of the medical device industry. And they also want a piece of um, the medical data industry. And these are, you know, absolutely enormous, enormous industries. And, and Apple talked about how, um, it, you know, it, it alone was in a position to be able to sell devices to people for a profit rather than focusing on selling to insurance companies, which is how most medical devices are sold. And now we're seeing, you know, the, 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 the Apple Watch is, has always been a fitness tracker of some sort, but now we're seeing part of that strategy in, in the wild, so to speak, with this uh, heart rate monitoring and the ability to, to administer an ECG or take an ECG. I don't know what the proper verb is there, Gene. Um, so, uh, you know, we're, we're it, I, I don't know that it's a tricorder because it's not going to read other people. It's only going to read what's on your wrist. But it certainly is taking just, uh, you know, it's going to be a very powerful thing in a lot of people's lives. And, of course, that famous commercial or infamous, I'm falling and I can't get up. Well, if that happens with your Apple Watch, it will alert you and say, do you want us, in so many words, to call emergency 911? And if it it doesn't detect movement for um, a minute after a fall, it will make that call automatically. Think about that. This thing, Apple is making this thing indispensable. Yeah, you have to pay for it. Pay a little bit for it. What's three ninety nine the starting price for the smaller one, and it goes up from there. It's not cheap, but it doesn't look as if that has hurt the Apple Watch. I would like to see Apple produce sales. I have a feeling that 
there's been a lot of anticipation for this one. And the early reports indicate that when it went on sale for pre-order, they ran out of Apple Watches almost as fast as they ran out of iPhone 10s. Faster. Yeah, I did a, I did a piece uh, do, starting at 2.40 in the morning uh, Pacific. The, when pre-orders started, the, at that point, the iPhone 10s was still available largely for, for September 21st delivery or pickup, a couple of uh, uh, September 28th in there. We're going to look iPhone- at, we'll look at Apple sales and how they did with pre-order in a moment. Brian Chaffin, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Now Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Healthcare reform is confusing, but whether it's finding an affordable insurance plan, keeping your doctor, or being able to afford needed prescriptions, navigating the healthcare system has become a challenge. Control your own healthcare costs and choices with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of each other's medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Ever wonder how Bitcoin and Ethereum were created? Vercel Media has helped hundreds of companies and individuals make their own cryptocurrency. Decentralized blockchain solutions are making the world more transparent and giving power back to the people. Vercel Media has helped companies raise tens of millions in the past year alone, structuring and marketing ICOs to the thirsty crypto public worldwide. Don't miss the cryptocurrency revolution. Visit VercelMedia.com. V-E-R-C-E-L Media.com. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. Okay, so iPhone 10 when you first checked, was available. Yeah, this is about two hours uh, into pre-orders. iPhone XS was still available at that point. Uh, the iPhone XS Max was, had slipped to uh, late September and early October, and the uh, uh, most of the Apple Watch units were already slipping to uh, early, uh, early October, mid-October. Remember now, the XR won't be available for pre-order until mid-October for late-October delivery. But what's interesting here is that now all the new iPhones are iPhone 10s. Yes. They really doubled down that last year. Oh, the iPhone 10, too expensive. Nobody's going to buy it. Of course, it became the number one best-selling iPhone or the number one best-selling smartphone on the planet. So what did Apple do? They doubled down. Now you have three iPhone 10s, and the cheapest one the 10r which has an lcd display as opposed to oled that one is the same price as last year's iphone 8 plus right no it's 50 bucks more well so there i did yeah. price i did go to at t mm-hmm. and i priced it out the iphone 10 compared to like an iphone 8 plus okay the iPhone 8 Plus, if you go to an AT&T Next with annual upgrades, is like $33 and change a month at AT&T. Sure. It's 41 for the iPhone 10, 45 for the iPhone 10S Max as opposed to the 10S Max. Hmm. I just wonder what kind of headroom it has. That's a bad pun. So for $12 more a month than the price of an iPhone 8 Plus, which is about the price of the iPhone 10R, you can get the iPhone 10S Max. It's just really, it's not easy to say. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. If if we want to go off in that direction, the you know, if you look at it and don't know that it's the ten, it's the excess. Which is, you know, kind of a curious marketing message. And if you do know how to pronounce it, it's the tennis, which sounds a lot like tennis. But you know, yeah, Apple Apple doesn't care about things like that. Uh, do, do you remember the, the when the iPod was first announced? Everybody dinged it, and you know, and that lasted for I don't know a couple of weeks. And the, you know, at some point, the iPod became ubiquitous. And the same saying that it sounded like a, a, um, uh, a feminine hygiene product or something silly like that. Uh, you know, no one says that anymore. So uh, Apple doesn't care. It's, it's the 10S or, and some people will mispronounce it as the XS and there you have it. And you look at the specs for the 10R, you give up the OLED. So the picture is not quite as rich and you don't get as wide a viewing angle, the unlimited viewing angle, which on a smartphone is probably no big deal. You lose the 3D touch, you lose the dual cameras, but you still have the face ID. Now, the 3D touch, you know, is no big deal to me. The dual cameras, I don't know, that matters. You know, it might be really, really a hot seller because you're not giving up so much that it's worth, you know, paying a couple hundred dollars more. Yeah, I think the the, the 10R is probably going to be a very successful de- device. It's certainly going to help push Apple's ASPs up as the average selling price for iPhone. Um, that $50 starting price, um, the, the higher than the entry level new device from last year is significant. You know, Apple is, and, and if you look at the high end with Apple selling 512 uh, gig storage uh, options on the 10s and the 10s Max, um, you know, those are really going to help those average selling prices out. So, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, this is going to be, it's going to be a good quarter. It's going to be a good year for, for iPhone. Now, I have 64 gigs on my current iPhone. I never use half of it. I'm not sure. a big app nerd. I'll have Netflix on it. Well, okay. I think the videos and, and videos and photos and music and possibly even for the, for the Macs, uh, movies and, and, and TV shows. I think that those might end up being, um, um, more of a thing for people than, than apps these days. Then again, I can always pay for more storage space in iCloud. Sure. Was it a couple of terabytes for $10 a month? Something like that. Yeah. So why, why figures? Sure. So why do I need that? I think it's going to take a specialized kind of user. Not that there aren't people like that, but it's going to take a special user to really need all that extra storage. Let me look at the current price plans. Look at the current price plans from Apple. Okay. As I was right, you get 50 gigabytes for a dollar a month, which is what I do because, you know, in my impoverished condition, I can afford to spend a dollar. Okay, I can okay. do without something. I could do without two thirds of a cup of coffee. For two ninety nine a month, you get two hundred gigabytes, which is probably good for most people. Nine ninety nine for two terabytes. How can you miss? Why isn't Apple offering a really, really good backup plan? Why would you need Crash Plan or any of these other companies? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's a uh... It's a good question. That's a really good question. 
it, uh, maybe they can't afford to put something like that together. <laughs> right. They don't have the storage space. You know, they have how many how many data centers now? I am right now where I'm located, which is near Highway 60 in Mesa, Arizona. I'm probably 10, 12 minutes away from Apple's data center here. And it's a big data center. That's where they were going to build the Sapphire. Remember the Sapphire plant? Mm -hmm. And they couldn't do it. So Apple bought the thing out. And they stuck a data center there. And that's going to be one of the major data centers that Apple is using. With renewable energy, by the way, which is kind of weird in Arizona. So Apple has a storage space. But then they, you know, really, really, in a sense, double-cross the private companies to do backup software so maybe there's a commercial reason anyway apple watch series 4 gonna be a big deal we're going back to the iphone now the iphone 10s or the 10r or all this stuff where apple doubled down on the iphone 10 design you can get an iphone 7 for 449 that's the cheapest iphone but the 349 iphone se Bye-bye. Was that the right move? Uh, I would say that the right move is probably to update that thing. I mean, there are people who like that smaller form factor. But, you know, Apple, it turns out, you might, you know, this maybe not had occurred to you, but it turns out that Apple actually knows more about uh, which devices it's selling than, than we do out here. And Apple hadn't updated it in quite a while. So, you know, maybe they decided that uh, there just wasn't enough interest in it. Um, but, you know, I would have I would have liked to have seen the SE updated more frequently than it was. And uh, I, I'm surprised that they don't continue to do so, especially when you look at uh, their position in uh, emerging markets where the SE was thought to have uh, been doing well. Now, consider this, too, about the pricing. AT&T's next plan, if you don't go for the 12-month upgrades and you just make it a 30-month upgrade, the cheapest plan, the iPhone SE was like $11 and change a month right. for 30 months. That's a pretty decent deal. And people like my wife like the smaller phones because she wears these teeny tiny purses because she's a teeny person. And, you know, she has to go up on her tiptoes to hit five feet. I mean, she's a small lady. And she likes the small purses. And she desperately needs a small iPhone. And the iPhone 5C is no good anymore because where we have been living for a while, AT&T reception was called normal or average. And average meant that half the calls I'd make to her went to voicemail because it wasn't good enough. So the 5C's cellular radio is not as good, obviously, as a SE. Now, the SE used the 6S innards mostly, which made pretty good, pretty fast. And with iOS 13, it's going to be real, or iOS 12, rather. With iOS 12, it's going to be really fast. I don't know. Sounds like a Beatles song here, there, and everywhere. No, don't even ask me to try to sing because everybody will turn off the radio. Or they'll go off and listen to Alex Jones or something. We don't want to talk about other acts on the GCN network, okay? We don't want to talk about politics. Yeah, we do sometimes. Sometimes it relates to things that concern security, where we have to get into the political arena. Well, just a little bit anyway.
We've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. This is George Norrie from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We promote the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse and invite you to try them today by visiting GCNLife.com. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Jeunesse products have a 30-day money-back guarantee. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Now, people love large handsets, and I guess the product that they're going to compare the iPhone XS Max to is the Galaxy Note 9 from Samsung. Sure. They're priced in the same range. The new iPhone is more expensive. Now, is that going to be the one that everybody's going to buy? I mean, people Uh, like big phones. That's the reason, very likely, why there is no new SE. I don't, I assume that the 10S will be the most sold iPhone. I, I, it's, it's conceivable that it could be the 10R, but the 10S Max, I think, will be a popular device, but I don't think it's going to be the number one selling iPhone 10S product line. I'm looking here as of the time we talk. Officially iPhone 10s Max shipping dates still promising delivery early to mid October 
Okay. And 64 gigabytes, 256 and 512. Shipping dates for the Apple Watch are also slipping to October. Clearly, somebody's buying this stuff. Yes. So maybe Apple's product mix is, again, going to have to be addressed. Now, of course, when the XR actually is available for pre-order in October, we'll see. Again, you're giving up a little bit of what the iPhone XS gives you. A little bit. And you don't get, of course, you know, there are a few things you don't get, but probably for most people it wouldn't matter. The picture is better on OLED display, but not that much better. Apple makes pretty good LCD screens. This is called, what, liquid retina? Liquid retina is what Does that mean it starts pouring out water on the edges when it works? Uh, No, it's because it's a retina display or a super retina display or something along those lines, but it's in a... Uh, liquid crystal diode, i.e. LCD. And they make pretty decent displays anyway. So I potentially, I see more people ordering that. Potentially. Well, who knows? With Apple, we saw, you, you know, when, when Apple released the, the, the original iPhone 10 last year, uh, it became the number one selling device every week, according to Apple, all the time. Uh, number one selling smartphone, number one selling iPhone, even though it was a lot more expensive and people were saying that, you know, the expensive device was going to, uh, was going to make it not pop in the first place. I suspect that the 10s is going to remain the top selling iPhone. What I see though, is some people, especially in countries where you can do the monthly payment, they're going to say, I get a 10 S max for four or five dollars more a month, which is important, the monthly payments like they do with car dealers. Four or five dollars more a month than the 10. Why not? Well, but remember that most markets around the world don't do the sort of, you know, pay it out over time thing that is fairly endemic to um, to the U.S. market and to a few other a few other markets. A lot of, uh, a lot of markets around the world basically make you pay for your phone. Right, but if you have a credit card, it's the same difference. That's true. Sort of true. You're actually paying a. If you end up putting, if you end up putting an iPhone on a credit card, you're going to pay a lot more than uh, any of the financing plans that are offered in the states. Because those financing plans are interest free. Yes, and with a credit card, it's what twenty four point nine nine percent. I mean, very few credit cards offer less than 20%, some offer right. less than 10, but you have to be a number one numeral uno credit rating, which a lot of people are not. Otherwise it doesn't, but you know, I'm not going to make predictions. I think Apple knows what it's doing. I think Apple realizes that this is where the sales are going and possibly the fact that they sold out of the 10 S R S Max. I'm getting confused with these numbers and names. The 10 S Max, at least in terms of how many they had available, they may have to start moving the production a little differently. How so? Well, they may not have predicted that would be the top seller. They may have expected, well, the 10 S will be. Yeah, but I suspect that'll be the case. But, you know, Apple's entire uh, logistical chain is designed to be flexible and to, to do a lot of just-in-time um, 
traditional manufacturing. So if the 10R ends up being more successful than expected, the, you know, they'll, they'll adjust, they'll figure it out. But I think the 10S will remain the, the, the top device. People tend to want, you know, if you're going to buy a new phone, there are a whole lot of people who want to get the, you know, the quote, unquote best. And four years from now, if you have a Galaxy Note 9 from Samsung and you have an iPhone 10S in any configuration, which one do you think will still be working very well? Wait, ask that again? Okay, you have on this corner. Yes. Uh, Samsung Galaxy Note 9. Yeah. In this corner, you have any of the iPhone 10S models with a 10R. Sure. Which do you think will be chugging away perfectly three or four years from now? Oh, yeah, the, the iPhones for sure. You know, Apple is is very uh, Apple's longevity has always crushed uh, the Android world's longevity by a lot, in part because um, iPhones get updated, uh, but also because Apple designs these things to be used. Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting. People, there are people who criticize Apple for quote unquote planned obsolescence, which is a ridiculous misuse of that term and you know we're, and we're talking about the company whose devices are used longer than everybody else's devices it makes no sense to me but the, now we have apple very specifically saying that device longevity has become ever more important to the company and that they want that, that it's part of uh reducing their environmental footprint on the planet they want to make sure the devices can be used longer that iphone 5c from my wife that was what now four or five years old sure the thing was in perfect shape the only problem is of course it ran out with ios 10 no later operating system which is not critical if you're just making phone calls and doing email and such the only problem was the cellular radio wasn't quite as good so there were areas with dead spots where it wouldn't work as well but that was true when we first got that phone i have not had a mac that's really recent for a number of years, Macs last a good long time. And look what Apple did with iOS 12. You got an iPhone 6? Fine, we just made it faster. We optimized the operating system to make these units much faster, which means people will keep them longer. Your battery goes until the end of the year. It's $29 for a new battery. They're saying keep it as long as you want. And eventually, you will get a new one. And when you get a new one, it's gonna, you're going to come to us. Yep. So you're going to buy what now? Uh, I got, uh, I ordered a 10S. I'm on the yearly plan with, uh, with uh, AT&T. So I, and I, I would have kept my 10. If I had had to pay a lot of money to get a 10S, I would have kept my 10 because my, my 10 is a great phone. You know, I was calling Gene, I was calling the 10S a, a solid nuts and bolts update, right? You know, everything is, everything's faster, um, there are some really interesting, uh, uh, new features on the photography side. Um, face ID is faster. The secure enclave is supposed to be faster. It's supposed to be more secure. The A12 bionic processor is supposed to be a lot, a lot faster. Uh, but you know, th there's, there's no new significant features. It's, it's a, it's an S model year. Everything's a little bit bigger. Everything's a little bit better, a little bit faster, a little bit stronger. It's like a you know bionic man, but um, but I, I would have kept my ten if if I didn't need to uh, if I didn't have the ability to just get a new phone through AT and T. We've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer.
who ordered an iPhone XS. And I'm going to ask him why he didn't just pay $4 or more on the AT&T Next plan for the XS Max. Maybe because it would take him too long to identify the model. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. If you owe money to the IRS, you need to hear this. The IRS is cracking down on those who owe back taxes. It starts with a devastating letter. And if you don't act immediately, you could find yourself having your wages garnished or have a lien placed on your property. But there's a solution. Tax 10,000 can help. Avoid enforced compliance, where these holds on your income and seizure of your home could become a nightmare that just won't end. Call 800-239-9957 now and speak to one of our experts. 800-239-9957 is the number to link you directly to a tax resolution specialist who will negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Working through the IRS Fresh Start program, all the forms will be handled for you. All you have to do is make the toll-free call, 800-239-9957. Find out if you qualify and possibly save yourself thousands of dollars, not to mention a lot of headaches. It could be the best call you've made today. That number again, 800-239-9957. The service does not provide tax settlement or legal services. We will refer you to a company that does provide such services. Often the IRS will not agree to any reduction in the amount owed. Not all taxpayers who owe more than $10,000 will qualify for a tax reduction program. When you use public Wi-Fi, hackers and identity thieves can see anything you do online. 
embarrassing photos, your web history, even your passwords. That's why I use private internet access to encrypt my internet connection for less than 10 cents a day. Sign up now at privateinternetaccess.com and in just a few minutes, you'll be browsing anonymously and only sharing what you want to share. Privateinternetaccess.com. It's time to protect your online privacy. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Okay, so I know what AT&T Next costs. It's $4 difference, right? For the 10S Max, why not? I don't want the big form factor. Uh, I use my iPad a lot, and I'm happy using my iPad a lot. And I didn't, I, I just, I, you know, I, I, I don't want the larger device in my pocket. Now, the larger device would be about the size of a plus iPhone. You know, like a A plus or something. I think a little bit lighter. Yes. Okay. Now, this is, of course, getting more and more interesting as we watch the buy play with Apple's iPhones. And I assume you're running iOS 12 Golden Master now, right? <laughs> I have been super late. I have not had the time to deal with any of the betas this year. Right. Well, it seems to be pretty good shape. This was a fairly decent beta process, except for one release where I kept asking you to upgrade the operating system and put up this prompt and drove people crazy and Apple released a new update three days later. It's been a pretty smooth process. The bugs that existed in iOS still exist, and I'll give you one right now. I don't know if you've encountered this. I've gone through multiple iPhones, multiple operating systems. I cannot remember when this ever worked. So let me give you the symptom here. You go to your settings, right? You go to Safari settings, as I'm doing now, with my other hand, and there's an option, clear history and website data, right? Okay. Activate that option. You go back and launch a website, because it's clearing everything. That first website you launch will force will quit itself after a minute or okay. so. Okay. Always. Ain't that weird? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I don't really think it's... Uh that big a deal that's why it never gets fixed apple probably, yeah, probably says well brian chaffin says it's not a big deal so why do we need to fix it yeah more specifically apple has the data saying that that it affects people so seldomly. why should we bother fixing it because you know very few people are ever 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 clearing their data only nutcases like me. And the reason you do that, I'll give you the reason. You have these newspapers that say we give you five or ten free articles before you have to pay to subscribe. Mm -hmm. How do you work around that? You clear uh, the cookies. You, yeah, you do that. You can use a different browser. Both work. Exactly. I'm not saying, or white, or I'm not saying we want to cheat on these companies and all that. Because, you know, we've heard that the New York Times is failing. Isn't that the failing New York Times? It's not failing, by the way. They're making a lot yeah, of money digitally. Yeah, the New York Times is not the failing New York Times. Whatever you think, anything else, it's not the failing New York Times. Despite that, 
you know, you may not be ready to pay for it right now. So you get a workaround. Now, I think if you're going to use it consistently all the time, you should, you should subscribe, take advantage of one of their offers. It's like $3 a week and they've got like a dollar or $3 a month. And they've got a deal like a dollar a month for the first year. It's not much. If you like the New York Times, Washington Post, you get a deal. If you're a member of the Amazon Prime program, you get a special deal in the Washington Post. Rather, the Jeff Bezos Washington Post. Sure. Oh, well. Oh, well. Were you disappointed in anything that Apple announced that maybe they could have done better or a product not mentioned at all? Well, I, w- <laughs> I was hoping that we would get new iPads uh, announced. Um but uh, either they're not coming this fall or they're going to come later this fall. We don't know which yet. And was surprised that a year later, we still haven't gotten the AirPower wireless charging base. And we still haven't gotten the AirPods wireless charging case. Yeah, isn't that strange? A lot of these small products that Apple announces never ship on time. There's also supposed to be, by the way, a uh, software update for the HomePod. That's going to allow it to make and receive phone calls and give it more flexibility for Siri. And we'll have to right. see how that works. Right. And that's supposed to, that's supposed to be coming uh, shortly. Now, the uh, thing I, I think here is that Apple may hold another event in October because we're waiting for an iMac. There's supposed to be a major upgrade to the Mac Mini. This rumor we can talk about where it's going to go where I said it should go. Remember, I always compare it to that HP mini workstation. The Z20? Whatever. It's like a slightly larger Mac mini, twice as thick. And I thought, well, a lot of people were using these Mac minis in data centers and for some level of professional use, and they want to use their own displays and everything. Would Apple want to tap that market? And it appears, it appears they are. They want to make this a more of a high-end product, but still in a very tiny form factor, like a headless regular iMac. Sure. As long as it gets updated, I'm going to be yeah. happy. It's gone years and years and years without an update, and Apple still charges the same price that it was introduced at. And uh, uh, I, I, I want to see Macs updated regularly. Okay, so this is a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but Tim Cook's saying they love the Mac Mini. They're not going to, they didn't say we love the iPhone SE. He said we love the Mac Mini. And therefore, that might be it. So you have a second, a second media event introducing the new iPads, introducing new Macs like a replacement or a new MacBook Air with Retina display, a low end Mac. Yep. Maybe yep. replace the MacBook, introducing a new iMac series. The iMac Pro, I don't know. There aren't any new Intel Xeons, are there? They have a different release uh, schedule from the others. And then maybe do the first demonstration of the 2019 Mac Pro. Now, I don't think they're going to show the Mac Pro early, especially if they have several other Macs to introduce. Like It's one thing to talk about it and say it's coming. It's another thing to say, here are a bunch of new Macs, and now we're going to show you this thing that's still not going to be released for another six months or nine months. So I wouldn't expect to see that Mac Pro demo. You know, I suppose it's possible, but I, don't, I, I wouldn't expect to see that. I would otherwise love to see this media event that you're describing. Well, there's enough to introduce if they're doing what they're supposed to do. 
That's the key. Now, one thing with regard to Max, all the rumors again about ARM on Mac, and I go back to the A12 processor, 7 nanometer. Intel Mm -hmm. can't even produce enough quantities of 14. And there's a rumor that Intel might be using one of Apple's chip suppliers to build and help them catch up on their 14 nanometer chips because they can't do it. Isn't that weird? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's weird. Uh, when Apple was going through all the benefits of, uh, of this A12 bionic processor, the thing that stuck in my head, or the thing that popped into my head was like, oh, yeah, I really wish Apple would uh, get around to moving the Mac to, to its own ARM processors. Uh, I mean, you know, th- there, are, there are differences in... Uh, the way ARM processes some things that are way better for mobile and less better desktop. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. This is Fred. Uh, hi, I'm Fred. Fred's a repeater. I tend to repeat. Fred has a business. I do have a business. And a problem. Fred repeats the same tired advertising over and over, and now it doesn't work. Over and over. But Fred is about to see a vision. I'm seeing a vision. Advertising on the Genesis Communications Network is the smart way for Fred to reach his potential customers with the most affordable national advertising rates, period. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just email advertise at GCNlive.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. This is Elizabeth McCabe, a.k.a. Lucky One of True Frequency News. I wanted to tell you all about Extendivite from HeartDrop.com. Y'all know I check everything before I air it. When I heard about Extendivite on TFR, I went to HeartDrop.com and started my research. It's got cayenne. That's good for blood and circulation. It stimulates the blood flow. It's got garlic, which fights bacteria like antibiotics, and it lowers the cholesterol and blood pressure. It also has milk thistle, which is the best detox for liver. I couldn't wait to try it out, and I'm glad I did four months ago. And here's the obvious results. 
My hands and feet don't get cold anymore. The varicose veins have faded too. My wrists don't hurt after typing all day. Now I tell you all this because it's true and I want you to really live life. Try Extendivite. Go to heartdrop.com and order it. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts UP77 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting UP77 to 88988. That's UP77 to 88988. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. Now, I assume, of course, because of it's Apple, in the laboratories, you have a whole room filled with Macs running on ARM. Remember also that the A12 processor is optimized for mobile devices with limited resources. If it ran at full bore, what would it do? Well, Apple would have a different design for Macs. Like, even, even if Apple was ready to roll an ARM-based Mac right now, like they had, you know, they had designed their chip and it was being made and they're ready to ship it. It would not be the A12. It would be an A something else. Um, the, 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 and it would be, des- it would be designed and made for these, uh, for, for a desktop application. Goes without saying, but the important thing is here, we are n- not even seeing the potential of these chips, because it'd be a totally different design, it would be able to al- run with fewer constraints, which is very, very important. Fewer constraints, and therefore possibly do considerably, considerably better. Yeah, it's it's possible. I mean, again, there are differences in the way desktop computers need to do uh, the, the 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 way information is being processed for a desktop computer, and it's different than how information is processed for mobile devices. It's just that Apple has been blurring those lines as it makes iPad and, and iPhone more and more powerful. So, and you know, the rumors have been that it, that it could be 2020 before we see the a first Mac ship with an Apple designed AX processor. Um, uh, so, you know, we're, we're still looking at a couple of years out. And if we're still looking at a couple of years out, it's probably because there are hurdles to overcome to adapt this architecture for 
the kinds of processing needed for computers. Also, Apple has to take into account the emulation performance. And what about the people who use Windows on a Mac in a virtual machine or under boot camp? Will they have to find a way to provide a high degree of Intel emulation where the chip is so powerful, the loss will not be that noticeable? Well, there, there is a version of, of Windows for ARM out now. So Yes, but we're talking about that's optimized for ARM. But in this case, it would be running the regular Intel version of Windows or other operating systems. What do you lose going to ARM, or does Apple find some trick to throw it all in the graphics processor? These, these are all questions that I'm glad Apple is answering instead of me. Yeah, and I think here, if Intel continues to have problems getting those newer chips out on time, Apple's going to go for it. Yeah. Because Steve Jobs said this a long time ago when he was asked when the PowerPC was still running. They had, what, the G5, and they never tamed it for notebook use. It ran too hot. And he was asked, you know, what do you think about going to Intel? And he'd mentioned something about being happy with the existing roadmap from IBM, but they would keep their options open or something like that. And this is the time when they were testing the Mac operating system on Intel and that secret Star Trek project. So we know now, obviously, that Apple is already testing on ARM. They're already introducing systems on a chip on new Macs. Yeah, I'm sure that they're testing that. I'm I'm sure that there is a version of macOS that runs on Apple's own AX processors. I'm sure about that. Imagine then what are all the Windows companies going to do? If Apple can say, we have a faster computer because we did this and we can emulate pretty close to the speed of the current Intel processor, well, what do you do then? Well, that that's going to be the thing, man. That's going to be the thing is, is can they do that with the speed? So right now, Apple has a best-in-class mobile processor. Like, no one can touch what Apple's doing. Apple's got the only 7 nanometer um, processors. And that gives the company significant advantages in terms of, of uh, power consumption, uh, in terms of efficiency, in terms of space even and considering i'm an old guy the a12 chip has six billion transistors six billion i remember when i buy a transistor radio when i was i don't know eight or ten years old had five transistors wow that's good five transistors six billion six billion I'm looking that up right now. Isn't that nice? A12. 7 nanometer processor. And this is something which will go on... 7 billion. It's 7 billion transistors. Oh, I read 6, but 7 billion, that's worse. You know, I mean, it's not that you're going to open the thing and count it. Gotta take their word for it, folks. Okay, it's... Uh, Yeah, uh, Anantech says it's 6.9 billion. Okay, well, they are very believable. Yes. Okay. When they say 6.9, take it to the bank. Yeah. We're talking about something that's just amazing. It's amazing, except 
if you look at the way technology is going. Think of the processors that took us to the moon. Yep. Now think of what's in your iPhone and what's in the iPhone that will arrive in customers' hands next week. Yep. Wow. All true. All true. Yeah, very, 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 I mean, the st- stunningly powerful um, devices that we walk around and we just sort of take for granted the kind of, of, of processing power that, that uh, we literally put in our pockets or maybe our purses. And, um, um, and you know, coming back to, to, to the Mac thing, if Apple can bring that kind of power and real world, real world computationally intensive tasks can be done as fast, let alone faster than with Intel processors, Apple is going to uh, have a um, significant advantage on its hand. And it's not as if Apple will say, we'll let Intel build some of these processors. They can't even build their own in 14 nanometer. Yeah, that's right. Looking at Mac OS Mojave, iOS 12. Let's go to iOS 12. Obviously, this speed advantage appears to truly exist. I don't know if you've compared it on an older iPhone or not. But from what I've seen, it does appear to truly exist. Anything about iOS 12 you don't like? Nope. All excited about it. I, I can't wait yet. I have been waiting, but really the only reason why I've been waiting and haven't messed with the uh, betas is because I have not had the time. Haven't had the time for the Mojave betas have not had the time for uh, iOS 12 betas. Um, I, I just haven't had the time, but I, but I, you know, I'm super interested and I can't wait for it to, to get here. I have iOS 12 golden master on my iPhone. I didn't bother with Barbara's iPad. It's compatible. I have, Mojave on my iMac, which is not much newer than the oldest iMac it could be put on. Now, I also have a MacBook Pro here. It's a 17-inch from 2010, but it does not support metal graphics. Right. And that is the linchpin. So if it was a 2012, it wouldn't be 17 inches. It would be 15. It was a 2012. It would run Mojave. That's still... You know, six years. You know, an operating system that goes back six years and actually eight years on Mac Pros with the right graphics hardware. That's pretty darn good. So I guess people can't complain. And that notebook still runs like new with High Sierra. We've got more to come. Final segment with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash 
host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Ever wonder how Bitcoin and Ethereum were created? Vercel Media has helped hundreds of companies and individuals make their own cryptocurrency. Decentralized blockchain solutions are making the world more transparent and giving power back to the people. Vercel Media has helped companies raise tens of millions in the past year alone, structuring and marketing ICOs to the thirsty crypto public worldwide. Don't miss the cryptocurrency revolution. Visit VercelMedia.com. V-E-R-C-E-L Media.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Healthcare reform is confusing. With the loss of the Obamacare mandate, those needing help can now choose an affordable alternative. By joining Liberty HealthShare, you're part of a community of health-conscious Americans all over the country who control their own healthcare costs and choices. Liberty HealthShare is not insurance. It is an association of self-pay patients who unite with like-minded people to share the cost of their medical needs. Neighbor helping neighbor. Learn more now by going to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. Brian, I wanted to hit on something that may be political or not. 
these crazy tariffs, U.S. and China, from what Tim Cook reportedly wrote to the president or to the U.S. government, that could make your iPhone, your Apple Watch, and gear like that more expensive. Quite a bit more expensive, right? It could. It's also conceivable that China could do something on its end to to make things a little bit more difficult. But yeah, the 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 statements came in an SEC filing where Apple basically is required to disclose any potential threats to uh, you know to the bottom line. Um, and Apple said that the uh, that a, one of the next rounds of tariffs that has been bandied about could have a negative impact on its performance if it does make things more expensive. Again, I think they're playing chicken. It's like a game of chicken. And that is good if you're a five-year-old. Who? A 10-year-old. Who, who's playing? We know who's playing a game of chicken. We don't have to mention his name. Okay, I, I, I just want to make sure you didn't It's think. a playing game of it's chicken. Apple. Right, right. It's not Apple. We're talking about the U.S. government and certain people. They're playing a game of chicken. And who's going to blink first? Yes. That's what it's all or mostly about. It's like, you know, you're dealing with the car salesman. And he says, that car is going to cost you $400 a month. And you say, you know, I'll pay three fifty. dollars That's the best I can do. And he looks and says, well, I think that's the best we can offer you. And you start to walk to the door to leave. And they know when you walk out, you're gone. And if you're gone, even if this deal doesn't work out so well for the place you're going and they get their car, they're not going to come back to you for a new car because you didn't give them the best deal. So it's a game of chicken if you're selling real estate, if you're selling cars, but not if you're dealing with trade policies you don't even understand. Ask anybody out there to explain in one million words or less how Apple's supply chain runs outside of Apple. And you've got to be a pretty skilled person to figure out even a glimmer of it. Uh Uh-huh. This all checks out so far, Gene. Isn't that nice? He doesn't have to answer. He just says, yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, it is a game of chicken, uh, being played in part by someone who thinks that this particular game of chicken is somehow easy to play and probably doesn't have any, anywhere close to a full grasp of all the, the, all the mechanisms and, and processes and, and players that are in play. So whether or not it ends up having an effect on Apple uh, remains to be seen. If Apple's devices are going to be hit, probably Apple's competitors' devices will be hit too. So I don't really know how many companies would be in any kind of position to take advantage of this. It seems like just you know everyone's going to end up taking a hit. Well, already people are taking a hit. The threat of this could be a serious problem. So that is something we don't know the answer to. These imponderables. You know, there may be something else that consumes the person in question's time. And we hope Apple isn't bothered because it's not like, oh, assembling in Asia is too expensive. Let's just build them in Austin, Texas. You can't just do that. We're talking about a supply chain that takes tens of billions or hundreds of billions of dollars to set up and organize. Even if you could do it affordably in the United States, it will take years to make it work. Manufacturing. Here's an interesting statistics I I saw recently. We, and I forget the exact time frame, but we're manufacturing 
more stuff in the States than we were, I think, 20 years ago. But there are fewer manufacturing jobs because most of that increase is attributable to automation. And the reality that Apple figured out and uh, years ago when Steve Jobs was still with us is that the number of people and the flexibility of workforce that you need to make something like the iPhone supply chain work is simply not possible in the States anymore. And it's not possible for a variety of reasons. And some of those reasons, quite frankly, are uh, related to the people who fought and died a hundred years ago to give us some of the labor laws that we have, the, you know, the 40 hour work week, the five day work week, the various kinds of uh, uh, protections that we have. The, there are a lot of things that make massive manufacturing in China or maybe Brazil much more possible than it can be here. And, you know, Apple could well bring manufacturing back to the United States, but it will only do so when it can do it with robots. Now, remember, too, the Gorilla Glass from Corning that Apple uses? Mm Mm-hmm. It's made in Kentucky and other places, made in America. Aren't most of the chips, the A-series chips, made in America, too? Some of Apple's most expensive parts are made in America, but it's part of a worldwide supply chain where different countries assemble different parts. And it goes to cars, too, by the way. You have, for example, I don't know if you know this, every Honda Accord built in the world is made in America using 85% American parts. Volkswagen has a big plant in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where they assemble SUVs and the Passat sedan. But the Passat sedan uses an engine made in Mexico. And American manufacturers will source some parts to Canada. It's very complicated. You know, the stuff moving back and forth. If you start nickel and diming, oh, two more items moved here. We've got to charge a tariff because two more items moved here. You can't do that. This all checks out, Gene. I'm sorry I'm doing this. It's like I'm just kind of preaching to the choir here. You well, should call yeah, me Reverend for short, case. but I, I'm no Rabbi Steinberg in for short. In this short. particular case, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, the, the you know, thing is that, I, that, that you're nailing it, and there's, not, there's certainly not a counter-argument to be made. And the thing to bear in mind here is I am no supply chain expert. Not even close. I'm just looking at what happens. And trying to understand the logic. And I've driven cars from Volkswagen and Honda. And you see on them the percentage of American content. So a Honda Accord is probably more of an American car than many American cars. Believe it or not. Sure. Who could have thunk it? BMW builds cars in America. A lot of people are working at these plants. We can argue maybe they should be paid more. Everybody should be paid more. We can argue that. Very fairly. But stopping and killing the supply chain is not the answer. But the reason we're only getting into this is because of the Apple connection to that issue. Because Apple is always the big villain because of how large it is. So we'll see. Anyway, so far, do you see any, last question, do you see any brand new initiatives from Apple in the near term? Or we kind of figured out what happened. Like, for example, the media event. 90% of that was predicted before it began. Yeah, at least 90% 90 of it, probably more. 
Well, we're still we're still looking for those new iPads. You mentioned uh, various new Macs that have been rumored. I would like to see an update to the iMac Pro, but we've heard nary a peep of that. Um, we still have things that Apple is working on in the medical world. Uh, there's still that non-invasive glucose monitoring uh, feature that Apple is supposed to be working on. We've got some kind of augmented reality device. And then there's all the stuff that Apple's doing with the augmented reality. And uh, we're still to see what, what's going to come out of that. Brian, where do we find more of your stuff? On MacObserver.com, as well as on Twitter, where I am TMO Brian. You can find us on Facebook. Look for Gene Steinberg. You can find us on Twitter. Look for Tech Night Owl. Don't forget our other radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night called The Paracast. We explore some really fascinating paranormal topics this week. Go to Paracast.com for more info. Check out Tech Night Owl Plus at plus.technightowl.com. We offer a version of this show free of network ads with better quality audio. So Brian just sounds perfect. Plus.technightowl.com. Check out the information. It's the best way to support our show. Brian Chaffin, thank you for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, man. It's good to be here. The Tech Night Out Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.